Welcome to the Move Forward Podcast with Dr. Kim Moss. We are here to move you forward in the call of God for your life, your career, and your ministry through prophetic insight, practical teaching, and powerful conversations with influential leaders. Never throw away your confidence. It is time to move forward. Psalm 23 tells of the great shepherd who will restore your soul. I believe Jesus heals today. He heals us in body, mind, and soul. Today, he wants to restore your soul. Welcome to Move Forward. I'm your host, Dr. Kim Moss, and today I'm coming to you again from Studio B, and I am excited to tell you that I have with me a very special guest, my friend, Pastor Ni Olujobi. Pastor Nee is a leader, preacher, author, teacher, and TV evangelist of the Word of God with a heart for raising believers who will walk in faith, know who they are in Christ, and bring all into wholeness through the power of our resurrected Christ. He is a specialist practitioner in inner healing. He is also the senior pastor of Church of His Presence in the UK. I met Pastor Nee on a mission trip in Brazil where we ministered to the sick and the suffering, and we saw miracles together. I've also had the honor of visiting his church in Gray's United Kingdom and was deeply touched by the authority, power, and presence of God that I experienced there. Pastor Nee, I am so happy to see your face again. Thank you for being my guest on Move Forward. Thank you so much, Dr. King. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm, I'm blessed to be here and I'm just looking forward to what the Lord will do to me today. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. And we will follow the Holy Spirit. So Amen. Pastor Nee, you are a dynamic leader. You move in signs and wonders and miracles. You've seen healing in many parts of the world and in your own church. And you are a specialist in inner healing. And I think really inner healing has to be a priority in the church right now. Yes. I feel like anxiety and depression and even suicide are pandemic. We suffered through a pandemic that was a physical illness, but now yes. we have a spiritual and a, a emotional illness. And so I wanted to talk to you about that today because I think so many are suffering. So yes. the first question that I want to ask you is, can a person really be made whole? Yes, they can be made whole. And it's centered to the ministry of Jesus Christ about the fact that people can be made whole. I've looked, I mean, we, we know the word of the Lord, especially in Isaiah 61, where the Bible said that the Lord came to heal the brokenhearted. He came to set the captives free. He, said he came to minister to those in prison. All these are inner healing related ministries. And yes, indeed, people can be whole. Everyone can be made whole. And the scripture that you quoted at the beginning, Psalm 23, actually says the Lord restores our soul. You only restore what has been broken. And the mm -hmm. Lord restores our soul back to what it is meant to be. So for as many that are in that space where they are looking and wondering whether they could ever get ill from the emotional wounds and stuff that they are going through right now, I, I'm here to assure you that for real, you can be made whole. 
Oh, that's, it is really reassuring. Mm. You know, it's very encouraging. I always say when I go places and people ask me about, about inner healing, you know, I say it's not really enough. I don't think to Mm. just rescue somebody from someone from their bondage. Deliverance is so important, but after deliverance, they need to be made whole again so that so that they can be the person that Jesus actually originally created them to be and fill yeah. their purpose. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, Pastor Nee, I have a question for you then, because I think it's so important that people really understand inner healing. What actually is inner healing? Can you explain that to me? Inner healing, in simplistic term, is a healing of the mind, of the soul. And when we talk about the healing of the mind and the soul, we look at many factors that affect the mind, the thought pattern, the imaginations, the uh, uh, um, woundedness that happens within a person. So you get many people that are dealing with um, wounds, that are dealing with brokenness, that are dealing with um, damaged emotions, that are dealing with painful memories, that are dealing with suicidal thoughts, that are dealing with... Um, um, issues that you can't heal physically, but you help bring them into restoration, into into the place, into the freedom that Jesus has, has, has purchased for them, and they can live their life and live their life fully into the purpose of God that God has got for them. And many um, that that we we minister to on inner healing, they, they deal with issues like rejection, self-pity, um, depression, guilt, fear, sorrow, you know, various things they, are, they find it difficult to forgive. And these are many areas that hinder the lives of believers to live the fullness of what Jesus um, 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 purchased for them and for them to live their life the way they are supposed to live it. So basically healing is the healing, is inner healing is the healing of the soul and, and the mind of a, of a person. It goes into the spirit dimension, but that's a, that's a bit on a deeper level. But you know, on a on a broad level, is the healing of the mind. Oh, I think that's so good. Mm. I I imagine that a person who who doesn't really realize yet that they need inner healing. Yeah. Um, I imagine that there are some signs that they can look for. Like one that comes to my mind immediately yeah. is um, relational problems. Like a yep. person who is, they're having marital problems or they can't seem to get along with people, yeah. you know, and that usually it has to do with some kind of inner healing issue. Don't you think? What it, are, it is. It is. What, what are, it does is that they, they build a wall. Um, um, because they've been rejected at one point or they've, they've gone through a form of um, abandonment of some form. And then what they do is that they raise a wall and that they, they kind of bounce people back and they have relationship issues. And sometimes they tend to tell themselves that, look, I just like being by myself or I just like my space or the question is that nobody understands me or the fact that other people just wants to get at me. And in essence, they isolate themselves because they've raised walls that won't permit them to allow other people in. So you're right with that. Oh, I think that's Yeah, that's really important. I was thinking about how we talked about this just briefly before we before we started filming today. And we we talked about how right now it's just everywhere and that and that depression. But how would we are what are are you seeing the signs of that in your own church or in the in the area where you live? You live in the United Kingdom. I live in the United States. I'm seeing it 
everywhere here in my church in in the workplace yes. you are seeing the same thing yes 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 and, and, and examples an example yes. will, be, will be a case where you see somebody that because of the covid situation that took place and the number of deaths that were happening and the way the media was relaying that this yeah. almost as if the spirit of fear of fear was released into the atmosphere and some people that have been through some traumatic experiences in the past, i.e. maybe their father died, or mother died, or they went through situations like that, there's a recurrence of the memory that keeps coming in and they have embraced that um, fear in them. And in some sense, it's affecting the way they view life or they do life right now um, um, and being conscious of many things because of the experience they have been through. So it's kind of the, you know, the, those are kind of signs that shows that somebody has not dealt with the matter in the past. And what has happened lately has kind of reopened the wound, if you want to use the word, and bring them into that place where they are, they, 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 they are reacting to what is happening inside of them. Wow. So, so I... I'm I'm think I'm thinking my mind yeah, is going because yeah, of yeah. the things that you said and I think those things are so important. Yeah. And so if we have if we if if we recognize that that's us, you know, yes. that we are traumatized and 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 wounds are being reopened that we don't even recognize and we're seeing some signs in our life, um then how how do we get help? I mean, where where do we go? What are the most important things uh, that we need to do in in order to begin the inner healing process? I think, yeah, the first thing is recognizing the fact that something is not right. Um, you need healing in your mind, in your emotions. And yes, we've mentioned trauma, we've mentioned um um, what happened during the COVID experience. But there are many other factors that trigger that makes people realize that they need inner healing. And, and the first thing is accepting that you need one. If you're living in constant unforgiveness, there's um, 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 replaying things in your mind. Maybe some people offended you and you it, it keeps coming over and over again. You need inner healing. There's a sense of insecurity in you. You're not confident in yourself. It might be an issue that you need to deal with. So the first thing is to, in, in, the, in the process of inner healing is first admitting that there is um, a gap, something that needs to be healed, a wound, a brokenness that needs to be mended. Um, and once you've accepted that, the next thing is to is to pray. Um, you see, Jesus is there to heal us. He, he, that was what he paid for. That was that was in his in his um, mission statement in Isaiah sixty one. He, he, he came to comfort those who mourn. He came to he came to restore the 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 the, the, the spirit that is inside of a man so that they can live the life they are supposed to live. So the first thing is accepting what's, uh, accepting the fact that you need inner healing. Number two is pray and um, seek the Lord for that. And then look for ministries that support inner, inner healing. I mean, I, 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 I got trained in the global awakening um, setting and it's a very beautiful place to be. Or you, uh, or you contact ministries that you know that um, that is what they do so that they can walk you through the process of being healed and being restored into what you are supposed to be. So that's, that, that would be the, the things that I would, um, I would, I would say.
I think that's, I think that's really good. Mm. Um, I'm wondering what mm. are the most common blocks to inner healing? Because I have met people, and of course, you know that I was a pastor for many years before mm. I started traveling and, and doing what I do now. And as a pastor, I can, I can say there were people in my congregation that, uh, they knew they needed inner healing and they would say that they wanted inner healing. I knew they needed inner healing. Their families knew and friends knew, um, but they never seemed to actually receive it. And so there must have been blocks there. Are there common blocks to uh, receiving inner healing? Yes. The, the most common block to receiving inner healing is to is the, is the issue of forgiveness. I think that's it, it's, I see that across the board, whether it is forgiving God or forgiving others or forgiving yourself, it's usually first the issue of forgiveness. Mm. Um, I've, I've met people that, uh, that, that, yes, they know they need inner healing. Yes, the minister knows they need inner healing, but they can't seem to get beyond the fact that the wound that was inflicted on them or the or, or, or the abandonment they faced or the issues that has happened, um, um, they need to forgive in that manner so that they can be fully restored to what they need to be. So they can't deal with the forgiveness issue. And also they are not ready to let go of some things that have become a comfort for them. Now, after we move after the, I mean, uh, from the issue of forgiveness, you now talk about the issue of identity. For some people, the trauma they have been through have become an identity. For some, the pain they are going through is now part of their identity. For some, they can't seem to let go of who they have now become, even though they know that they need to let it go because that is now seemingly gives them a dimension of comfort and they live in the midst of that and they don't want to they don't want to touch that so i would say the first thing is uh, the most common block is from my experience is the issue of forgiveness that they're able to deal with that and the next thing is the issue of the identity and the comfort world they are built around themselves based on the issues that they are dealing with and and that has now become a normality for life for them that they don't want to come out of that very easily and the other aspects can now be um, a bit trivial number one might be the fact that they don't believe that there is something called inner healing in the first instance and even though they they have a concept of it they don't fully understand how that's going to help their life or how they're going to go through that and it's going to come out on the other side so in essence they are not ready to go through the process of the inner healing to get them into where they are supposed to be so my 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 conclusion in there is the issue first of forgiveness and then be able to deal with it. I was um, I was um, um, relating with a man very recently. I mean, a 40-something-year-old man, you know, it's, it's uh, with children, with everything. And 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 really, he, he is at that place right now where he knows he needs inner healing. But for some reason, he has given himself over to counselors. I mean, what, you know, psychologists who are the ones... Um, telling him about stuff that he's hearing and is getting comfort from that, but not healing from that. Now, there's a difference between just getting comfort information and healing information or, or healing ministry for what you are going through. So for many, they are receiving information that comforts them in their pain and sympathize with them in where they are. Meanwhile, the Lord is 
asking or is seeking that they move away from that into um, the healing ministry where they can be restored fully into what they need to become. There's a, there's a challenge going on right now, um, especially in the wider world, and the body of Christ not taking himself away from the general world, where it looks as if the psychologists and the psychiatrists and those are now part of those that the believers go to for solution when the answers are not necessarily there, but the answers are in Christ. I think that's I, yes. I think that's true. I am a I am a proponent of both actually, and I mm. and I know that you are too. I think that yes. they they can work in conjunction with yeah. each other. I think that there are times when um, when a person is so wounded that mm. that just making declarations or such like that is not enough, and mm. uh, and so they need they they need both and as you said mm. uh counseling can bring information and it can mm. bring comfort it can also help you understand the behaviors that you are that you are continuing to be rooted in that yeah. that uh that allow you to continue to be wounded um, yeah. and yet there is a spiritual dimension and often a demonic uh yes. dimension that exactly. cannot cannot be taken care of in a regular counseling type of session. And so, yeah. you know, I just love how God is so multifaceted that he gives a uh, revelation for mm. all these various aspects. You know, it's yes. like, it's yes. just like, um, God is a healer, right? We, we know that pastor Nee, you yeah. and I have traveled yeah. together we and, have, yeah. and seen God do <laughs> the miraculous when yes. we lay hands on people. And sometimes what a doctor in the, in, in medical field cannot heal, God will mm. heal. And sometimes God will send you to a medical doctor yeah. uh, to, to be healed in that way. And both are healing. And yeah. so, um, so I, I agree with what you said. And um, I have heard recently a resurgence of the theology. I suppose it's a theological stance that we don't need inner healing, really. We just need to say the word and, you know, name it and claim it sort of thing, like <laughs> leave it and it's done. And mm. while there is an aspect, wouldn't you agree, there's an aspect of faith in all of that, of course, yes, because we yes. come to Christ by faith. And so yes. we we must believe that he exists, that he is able, that he will. Um, and we also need to believe and apprehend uh, emotionally and intellectually and by faith, the scriptures that are truth that set free. Um, however, as you were saying, and I love this so much, healing, inner healing sometimes is a process. And and we have to, we have to step into, I, I mean, let Honestly, even in my own life, when I've been through times of inner healing over a wound or an injustice, right? We're betrayed yeah. or, or we, we incur an injustice or an abandonment issue. And I have to cooperate with my healing. And sometimes it's a yes. process. It's not yes. bam, it's done. Sometimes uh -huh. it's immediate. Yes. Sometimes it's a process. Yes. So, so is there, I want to know, uh, Pastor Nee, what are the what are the things that you have seen that that uh, are most important about healing ministry? And if we have if we have pastors listening, because we have many pastors and leaders that watch this program, what would you say to them about dealing with their congregations in a time like this? And um, and and uh, how important to their ministry right now is inner healing? 
I would be surprised if there's a ministry that right now inner healing should not be um, at least a big part or a good part of what they do and what is being taught and what is being preached and what is being ministered to people. Now, inner healing can be in sessions and it can just be something that um, the word of God that is released is healing the people in their emotions and stuff like that. So uh, for leaders and for pastors that, 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 that are listening, I would say it's important that you pay attention to the ministry of inner healing so that you bring people into wholeness, into, into where they are supposed to be. I'm a faith person. I believe so much in faith. I, 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 Preach faith. If I, that's 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 what one of the main areas that I believe is the grace that is on my life, and I also believe so much in inner healing. And I don't believe that is one or the other. They work together. They, they 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 flow with one another. And inner healing can be instant, like as you've said, uh, Doctor K. And it equally, it can be a process. And for most people, it is more of a process than it is instant. Now, when it is a process, it is important that we are able to give them what they require. But first, we've got to be skilled, we've got to know what we're doing when it comes to inner healing so that we can help the people get process what they are processing and bring them into what Christ wants them to be and what Christ you know, wants to do in them so that they can live the free life that they are supposed to live. Oh, I, th- I, I, that, I think that it's ultimately and 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 urgently needed so i completely agree with you now yes. pastor nee we are we are getting close to the end mm-hmm. and i wish we had more time but i want to ask you before i ask you to minister because i will yes. but uh, i know you have a prophetic edge cuz i have ministered alongside you and i and i know that you are in a nation uh you are in a nation in europe uh, the United Kingdom. I'm in the United States, but I would love to hear what are you seeing right now prophetically uh, in this time for for your nation, for your church, for the church in the UK. And uh, I would love to hear what you're seeing. Thank you so much. I mean, this vital area that you just asked me, what I'm seeing right now is almost, um, is what I call the efficiency moment. The, the, the letter that Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus, he emphasized a lot on unity. He emphasized a lot on love. Right now, we're dealing with many leaders that have lost congregation, have lost uh, members, have lost um, so many things. We've got churches that have gone online. We've got those that are wounded, those that are disappointed, those that somehow don't come, can't find themselves back into the purpose of 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 their lives as it were and it's it what i see is is the lord wanting to bring or desiring and and, and urging his body to come together that a church will come together um irrespective of the geographical location where the strong helps the weak whether 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 um, um those that have a large group are helping those with a little group where there's a there's a convergence that comes up in the sense of helping the body grow and become healthy the way it's supposed to be i believe that right now what the lord i believe is birthing or saying it through my heart is the fact that this is the time when the body is meant to um, help one another to become strong 
and, and, and fight the battles that are ahead. This is not a time for us to emphasize the things that divide us, whether doctrinally, but it is a time for us to um, look at the things that unite us together as a body, unite us together in Christ so that we can fight the battles that are ahead right now together as the church of Jesus Christ. Now, whatever nation we look at right now, especially in the Western world, whether I'm talking about the United Kingdom or I'm talking about Europe or I'm talking about America, or I'm talking, you know, there's so much that is going on right now that it looks as if the church has been marginalized. And when we're together, we fight stronger when we're together we fight in unity and we win together and we achieve things together so this is the time when the church comes together this is a time when we embrace one another different ministries different uh, uh, uh facets of the christian uh, uh um, um you know um, sectors are coming together to 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 to, to carry um the 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 gospel of the of Jesus Christ as far as we can. So that's what is really in my heart right now. And so much so that we have to focus and get the basics right again, the basics of the doctrine, the basics of Jesus Christ, um, the God, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We, we get the basics right all over again so that we can build on a very strong, strong platform and the church of Jesus Christ can be healthy the way it's supposed to be. Oh. Amen. Amen. So we we have we have about a minute left, but I would like to invite you, Pastor Nee. Please, uh, would you pray for our viewers today for uh, whatever it is that is on your heart regarding inner healing and anything that you just prophesied? Thank you. I just um, as I was preparing to come for the program today, I I, I, I felt. Um, I felt that uh, there's someone that um, that has suffered um, loss, um, a loss of someone that's very dear to you, and for some reason, because of that, um, you have um, you know your your walk with God is not like it used to be, and um, especially in the area of songs and um, and worship. Um, you've kind of dried up in that area. You, you really can't see yourself doing that. And I just want to pray for you right now that the, the wound that has been created in you by virtue of the person that, get lost, that got lost, your Holy Spirit will right now begin to give you perspective within, it, within you. And you begin to get healed from inside right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will restore this person back into fellowship. You restore them back into you, um, in into, into, into the passion, Father, for worship that they used to have. And Father, they begin to come back into the fullness of themselves and find their purpose again in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for that person that is dealing with that is that dealing with rejection. Um, they, 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 they were rejected by their partner. They were rejected by their spouse. And I just pray right now that, Father, right now you will heal that wound. Now, they may not deserve, they may not deserve your your forgiveness, but because of Christ, you will forgive them and you will be you will be restored to the fullness of what God has got for you. Your, your, the fullness of what the Lord has got for you is engine on you forgiving um, what has happened. It doesn't matter whether they deserve it, but the Lord wants you to forgive. So I pray right now for the grace for you to be able to forgive and let the person become who they are. I mean, let that person uh, you know, be released from your heart so that you can 
enter the fullness of what God has got for you. Father, I pray for as many that are listening right now. Father, that somehow they are dealing with brokenness, they are dealing with wounds, they are dealing with sin, they are dealing with habitual things that is going on right now that seemingly they can't seem to break off. I pray right now for strength and grace, Father, giving to them and you send helpers, even ministry people that can come and help them in their journey in the name of Jesus Christ. For the one that is having suicidal thoughts right now that for some reason you feel your life is not worth living anymore, I break that lie away from you right now in the name of Jesus. I break that lie away from your mind. I break that lie away from your thoughts right now in the name of Jesus. I hold, I command that thoughts to be held captive right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I declare from this moment, you begin to see value in yourself. You begin to see value in yourself. You begin to affirm your identity as Christ, as, as what Christ calls you is what you call yourself from this moment in the name of Jesus. I pray for that church leader right now that seemingly in the, in the public sphere, it looks like as if everything is going well. You say the right things, you relate to people almost in the right way, but in private there is a dark area in which you find yourself. You find yourself in a dark space when you are by yourself. And I pray right now that in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, I break away that that dark cloud over you in the name of Jesus Christ. You have kind of brought yourself into an isolation outside of where people are. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus Christ that that cloud be lifted off you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for your people. I thank you for your people. Father, my Lord, I just pray right now, Father, for the one that is listening right now. Father, my Lord, when this person was a child, you are a gentleman, you were a child, and for some reason you were you were you 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 encountered rejection and you were cast out and you kind of made up your mind you made up your mind that you will not relate with your folks anymore and for some reason there has been a disconnect but not only has the disconnect affected your folks but somehow you are reaping the same benefit of what you have sown and somehow people are moving away from you and i pray right now in the name of jesus christ lord let there be an illumination in the heart of this person let them recognize, Father, what has been done and make the amends and go and repent to God of the judgment that has been made and be able to sit our Lord Jesus in their hearts, bringing them into that place of embrace, that place of love, that place of togetherness right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you because that is done. I thank you because that is done. There is a deliverance in that area. There is a setting free in that area right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I bless you all of Father, my Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Father Jehovah, God of heaven, because everyone that has suffered sexual abuse, that have, have suffered sexual molestation, right now, Father, you are restoring their value. You are restoring their identity. You are restoring who they are. You are, you are coming inside of them right now. Father, speaking over the lies over them, silencing the voice of the enemy over them, and restoring value, and restoring strength and restoring identity Father, in them right now in the name of Jesus. And I thank you because that is being done as I speak. I thank you because that is being done as I speak in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. 
Pastor Nee, I'm going to ask you to do one more thing for me, and uh, and we will make time for this. Uh, but would you pray about the spirit of fear, and then would you pray for the pastors in your nation uh, to come together in unity? Amen. 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 The first one, the first one right now, Father. I just, I just pray right now. If I start with the pastors first, I just pray, Father, my Lord, right now for the pastors in the United Kingdom. Lord, I pray, Father, whatever denomination they belong to, because in you there is no denomination. Father, I pray for that oneness. I pray for that oneness. You said in, a, in Psalm 133, you said how good and how pleasant is it for brethren to dwell together in unity. Father, yes, Lord, not much more now than ever before. I pray for every church leader, every ministry leader, everyone in the fivefold ministries and beyond, oh God. I pray for a coming together. I pray that your spirit bind us together. I pray, Lord Almighty, that there will be a stirring in the hearts of us all as leaders, as leaders, as leaders in the body of Christ in the United Kingdom of God, that you will stir our hearts, Father, to come together, that we will embrace one another, we will embrace our, 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 our different ministries, our different um, assignments, and see it into one, because we are we are one in but having different parts and, and each one of us, as we glue together in the body, we begin to function the way we are supposed to function. So I pray right now, Father, that yes, the body is coming together in the United Kingdom. The leaders are coming together in the United Kingdom. We are going to, Father, my Lord and my God, walk as one in the name of Jesus. I pray for the hearts of those that are strong to strengthen the weak. I pray for the hearts of those, oh God, Father, my Lord, that are, that are discouraged, Father, to, to have their arms of those that can encourage them to come around them, oh God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Father, right now for those that have given up on ministry and say, I'm not doing anymore, although there's a call on their life. I say right now, the devil is a liar. I call them back, oh God. I call them back, oh God. I call the spirit of encouragement to come back into them. They'll be encouraged to do what the Lord has put in them, oh God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, because we are winning together. We are winning together. We're having the victory together right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And concerning the, the, the spirit of fear, Father, it, that has been released in the atmosphere, Father, over a period of time. It has been released in the atmosphere. The media, the devil, even who is the power of the prince of the hair as it were, as, and the, the fear has been released all around. But Father, I know, oh Lord, that for every demon that is released, uh, there are many more angels of God that exist, oh God. And right now, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke the spirit of fear over the lives of the children of God right now, in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that spirit of fear right now, in the name of Jesus. Everyone right now that has been gripped in their hearts with fear, I declare right now freedom. I declare right now freedom. I declare right now freedom in the name of Jesus Christ. I say Satan, you go no further at this point it comes to an end. I release the children of God from the bondage of fear right now in the name of Jesus. The spirit of God and even the word of God tells us that we have not been given the spirit of fear but that 
heart of love, of power, and of a sound mind. So right now, spirit of fear, you are illegal. You are illegal because Jesus has paid the price on the cross of Calvary. Right now, every child of God, I Amen. declare over you, you are the spirit of love. You are the spirit of power. You are the spirit of a sound mind right now in the name of Jesus. And particularly, I emphasize that sound mind. I emphasize that sound mind. Everyone listening to me right now, I declare over you, you have a sound mind, the mind of Christ, the mind of our Lord Jesus Christ, right now in the name of Jesus. And we break that stronghold off you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive freedom. Receive freedom. Receive freedom from fear in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Listen, whoever is watching this right now, whatever nation you are in today, you can claim that prayer of unity that Pastor Niyi prayed for his nation. You can claim that prayer of unity for the pastors and leaders in your nation. And I encourage you to do that. And if you need to go back and listen to this again, you can find the recording of this broadcast on Kim Moss Ministries YouTube channel. And you can go back and you can listen to it again. And you can pray along with Pastor Nii for your nation and for the body of Christ wherever you are. And that's it for today. See you again next Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time on Move Forward with Dr. Kim Moss. Pastor Nee, what a pleasure it has been to have you on the broadcast. Thank you so much. Everyone watching, bless you. And remember, never throw away your confidence. Keep moving forward. Thank you for joining us for the Move Forward podcast. We would love for you to rate this podcast and share it with a friend. You can connect with Dr. Kim on social media. For goals, links, and more, visit her website, kimmoss.com. Host Dr. Kim Moss leads Kim Moss Ministries and Women of Our Time. She is the author of Prophetic Community, The Way of the Kingdom, Facing Ziklag, and The Four Questions. You can find those books on Amazon. Remember, never throw away your confidence. It is time to move forward. <laughs>